Hey friends, it's your girl Britt and Joy Jolene. Welcome to Back to Her. If you aspire to heal, evolve, or revolutionize, this podcast is for you. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Instagram at official back to her. And that too is the number two. Let's get it. Hey, hey friends welcome back to another podcast episode um if you're new thank you for tuning in and welcome to the back to her podcast yes we're so happy for your continuous support and love mm-hmm. and yes we're ready to get into it we just mm-hmm. finished wrapping up our back to black no what mm-hmm. girl ah! <laughs> our black is pink sorry that was another um series that yeah. we did that you guys should go check out but we just wrapped up our black, black is king, king series, series yeah. which was great which we brought mm-hmm. a total of five different amazing phenomenal mm-hmm. men on our mm-hmm. show and we talked about things from religion mm-hmm. to dating to life transitions evolving healing all those good things um through the eyes of a black man or through the perspective rather of a black man so mm-hmm. that was really cool um yeah, so that. let's start with some life updates then yes. we can go into series happy october oh yeah um what's new what's new Woo. oh yeah yeah i have a dog <laughs> she has a new member of the family yes, so yes. brother louis his name is louis yes i just got him yesterday he's mm-hmm. a toy poodle mm-hmm. he so is cute. eight weeks so pray for me y'all because um What's yeah. it? so when does that make his birthday his birthday is he was born august 8th i think Oh, so he's a Leo, little Leo dog. Yes. So. Oh, Leo Louis. That's so cute. Yes. Yeah, Louis, is Louis that's his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. of his name, but I wasn't really sure. So I think mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Louis. So mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I'm a dog mom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's new. Um, is that therapeutic for you now that you have him? Do you feel like it's more so of like helps you with like emotional support or just having an extra person? there like do, do you feel them i know it's only been a day it's only but... been a day i mean i so far i can imagine like yeah. just the way that we've like vibed so far i can imagine like when he cries and i pick him up it's like it feels like oh you yeah. need me like i don't know but it's like i can imagine that it will be but i will say like day one i have felt anxious which is crazy because like i haven't been feeling any type of anxiety lately which has been great so i'm like wow like this is really good um but i think it it naturally just came up because i don't know what to do um and me and my best friend got the dog together so her dog were their brothers but like with her you know she has her boyfriend so like she has that extra support Mm -hmm. so it's like it's good like for example when we was riding home and I first met him, I was like, oh, my God, like, I love him. Like, he's perfect for me. Like, I knew it was going to be good. But my friend had drove me to go get the dog. Um, and so as soon as she left, that's when it just hit me. I was like, like dang, like, I'm by myself with this dog. Um, but it's definitely, I don't know. Like, this is day two. So yeah. let's kind of, like, let's Get talk about it next month. Mm-hmm. And then I'll really, really be able to say. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's going to be a new journey for me. Um, I'm hoping that the dog will be definitely therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, soothing. I and I'm hoping so. that it'll help me build discipline. Like, 
when I got up this morning at seven o'clock, I was like, oh my God. And then if anything, like, I feel like it's a motivation to like keep this, my space clean because I don't want chewing anything on the floor. I don't want my house smelling like dog, like all of those good things. So, um, I'm excited to see like what the journey is like. Also, I am working with the lady who's selling dogs. So if anybody needs mm. a dog, hit me up and I can help you get them for a really, really good price. And it's not a scam. And they come with their first rounds of shots. Is she like, is that the only type of dog? Or like no, she dog? sells diff, like different breeds of dogs. Hold up. So, yeah. I wonder if she does husky. Yeah, I don't know if she does big dogs. I know she does little dogs, like um. toy poodles, um, uh, like Yorkie poodles, like different mm-hmm. breeds of dogs. She may. I don't know. I can, a, I can find get out. Get her info because either way we want to breed King when he's like one and a half. Yeah. Two. Or maybe, I think people say wait till they're a little older, uh-huh. but yeah, we want to breed him. Yeah. So if you trust her, then... Yeah. 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 I'll keep you posted. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. They come with their first round of shots. So yeah, if you want to do it, let me know. Aww. Other than that, I feel like everything is like, it's good. You know, I get nervous saying publicly that it's good because mm-hmm. I feel like the moment that I say it's good, it goes bad. Oh, gosh. But, well, yeah, we're not even going to claim that. Yeah. Um, but things are going good. Like, I feel like lately, like, I've really been, like, chasing peace mm-hmm. and, like, inner peace. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm I'm getting that. Like, I was having a conversation with someone just, like, about, like, like, they said something, like, something about me being, like, having peace. And, like, in my head, I was like, well, do I really? Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like I'm desperately chasing peace. But it made me, like, reflect on, like, just because I'm chasing, a, like, a deeper level of peace doesn't mean that I don't have peace mm-hmm. in some areas of my mm-hmm. life. But, like, I do feel, like, definitely more peaceful these days. Um, I've been in a space. We talked a lot about it during the series in the last two episodes. But, like, lately, I have been trying to... Find the courage within myself to, like, face the things that are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like once I do that, like, I'll truly get to the next level or, like, through the wall into, like, the next room for myself. Um, I've noticed that, like, I avoid a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, I I avoid a lot of, like, uncomfortable feelings. Like, if a feeling comes up, I'll just, like... Like, okay, this is how I feel about blah, blah, and then, like, try to move on from it. But, like, I'm trying to, like, allow myself to, like, sit in it and be like, no, like, this is what I feel. But, like, what made me feel like that? And, like, but it's, like, so uncomfortable to do that. But it's, like, I want to grow. I want to evolve. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, i just been trying to find the courage to, like, face those things. Um, Unblock that throat chakra blockage. <laughs> That's really what it be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is, like, kind of, like, where I'm at with things. Um, work is going good. Um... And if anything, I'm also just trying to find a balance because, like, I noticed that, like, right now I'm, like, on a routine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, go to work. I come home, mm-hmm. do class. Like, am I, like, I'm busy. Like, you know, like, grad yeah. school's starting to kick up. And I'm, like, you know, really every day is kind of the same thing. And so I don't want that. And, like, I feel like I've noticed that these last, like, two, three months I haven't really been, like, prioritizing self-care. So I'm trying to, like, break that routine and like just like add fun things like even if i'm tired just like pushing through and just like doing Mm -hmm. something social just so that way it's like i have a work-life balance and i'm not just working 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 and exhausted like i'd be tired by the end of the week um and like even certain things like just like maybe going to sleep earlier like my diet has been horrible girl my diet yes my diet has been horrible like like fast food and yes every single day (laughs) but yeah like it's like you know like that 
that just like you're working yeah. I don't feel like cooking yeah. like you know so that's why like I told myself like I think that like Sunday is really 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 about to be my sacred day mm-hmm. of like doing homework like so mm-hmm. I'm taking two classes right now one class I like go to class every Tuesday and then mm-hmm. another class is like we don't meet it's just like discussion mm-hmm. boards and online mm-hmm. um and but it's like because I'm not meeting I've like fell behind in that class so I'm like okay like Sunday's gonna be my day to like do my work cook like I, I was highly considering like meal prepping yeah, I was about to say meal prep. yeah like doing stuff like that so I'm moving towards this space and like I like said this before like I'm in this like space where like like I said like it's like Okay, like I want a meal prep. I want to like Sunday my my sacred day. Like I want all of these things. And, like I've learned like the same amount of dopamine that's like released in your blood mm-hmm. when you're doing something great mm-hmm. is released when you talk about it. Mm-hmm. So like how I'm saying like yeah, like I want a meal prep. Like sometimes like when you talk mm-hmm. about it, it feels good and you're going and going and going. But it's like that isn't like it feels good, but you have to still do it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so like I feel like I'm in this vulnerable place of like. Like I'm, I'm moving towards exactly where I want to be, yeah. but it's like I'm not deep in it enough that anything can't just push me back. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really trying to like stay firm and like discipline and like you know. So I hope the dog helps me with that because it's like oh, you need will. discipline with the dog yeah. for sure. <laughs> Literally, but um, overall I can say it's good. Um, and I think if I had to like name the space of my life, it would be maybe be like. The transition, like I'm moving and I definitely feel myself like moving to another level slowly, but surely just like based off like my conversations and like my interactions, but I'm not like, I haven't transitioned to the next level yet. You know what I mean? Like I'm like slowly, but surely moving. Mm, Oh yes. And I went to Tulum, um, maybe like two or three weeks ago at this point but it was great it was so like relaxing like right before i went to that trip i was literally overwhelming like i was like crawling like i was over it i was like oh my god like but um it was great it definitely like reignited my passion for traveling like i love to travel and like i have it because of quarantine like but like quarantine has become the norm you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so it's just Mm -hmm. like it just it don't even feel like any different but it felt good to like get away to relax like it was just so peaceful mm-hmm. um i would definitely recommend people to go to tulum it's becoming yeah. a hot spot right now yeah. because i feel like it's like one of those places that you can openly travel yeah. to yeah. but it's a great place to travel to i definitely want to go back and i actually had like a revelation from god mm-hmm. while i was on an airplane that i want to share so like i was on an airplane and i was like sad like the last day i literally cried because i was like oh my god you like, didn't want to go back no yeah. and i was like i'm just at so much peace like just life was just like oh like i just want to stay and um and basically i was on a plane and i was like looking out the window and like the plan the plan the plan the plane the plane plane was like like high enough that we weren't about to land Mm -hmm. but we were like low enough that i can see this the lights and the the city and whatever about and so i was looking over and i was like really sad and i was like dang like i just want to like like I'm just sad. Like, I feel like this was great and I was over and like, you know, I don't know when I'm gonna get this again. And like, God said to me, like, like, now why would I not give you the desires of your heart? And like, he basically was showing me like, if, if your intention is pure and these are the things that you want, why would you not get them? Like, and it may not be happening at the speed that you want it, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. And so like, that just gave me so much like peace and patience. And like, you know, just like realizing how much like, 
Like, I blink my eyes. I open my eyes, and I'm like, wow. Like, I prayed for everything I have now. So who's this? Like, I'm going to blink my eyes again and be sitting in a whole different prayer, you know? And so just, like, mm. the time of, like, just, you know, that in between is, like, it's okay. Like, and just knowing, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, we preach a lot about my plan versus God's plan, mm. you know? And it's always, like, always like, okay, like, I'm not, I don't want my plan. Like, I just want God's plan. And, and that God's plan sometimes can feel like, it's not what you genuinely want, you know? Like, I just have to, like, do what he says or, like, I don't get to do what I want. And it's, like, but he also says that he will give you the desires of your heart. So, it's, like, as long as, like, your desires of your heart are pure mm. and peaceful, like, why would he not? You Like, he doesn't want you to suffer, you know what I mean? So, that was definitely, like, a peaceful, like, revelation. It was more that he gave me, but I can't really remember right now. Mm-hmm. But um, it was definitely, like, it was, like, powerful. So, yes, mm. I'm in a good space. Mm, and I'm gonna true. I'm just trying my best to stay here yeah and I feel scared that I like said it out loud because now I'm just like I hope that it doesn't stop but but yeah it's okay yeah um that's good though yeah so what about you oh life updates um so I guess I'll start with my my puppy as well um even though he's a wolf and he doesn't look like a puppy um so yeah that's been going well he's definitely hard to train so I'm still learning to like be patient. It's like and oh, we found out like even when we took him to the vet maybe one month ago and we got his paperwork and everything. We actually found out he was younger than what we thought. Oh, wow. so yeah, the whole time we were like, "Oh, he's like 6 months. He's 7 months and the whole time he was what I think he was a month or two younger oh, than wow. what we thought." How did they find out like we took him to the same vet that from uh that the people we bought him from mm-hmm. took him to. So like we had to get all his paperwork, all his documents, and we were like, oh, he was born of you know this month, and you know he's actually younger than what we thought, and so it allowed me to have more patience with him because huskies are hard dogs to train, very very hard. I didn't they're very stubborn. They're very like you know like I'm the only child. Look at me. I'm the you know. So, literally, when Britt just bought her dog, he was crying. Like, he wants all the... He slapped him. (laughs) Yeah, he's just... He doesn't know his size, and he's, like, a little aggressive because he doesn't know, like, can calm down. You don't... You're a husky. You're not... You you are nine months. He just turned nine months, literally. But he doesn't know that. So, but, yeah, that's been interesting. Definitely the discipline part. He wakes up every day. Like, I told y'all, like, at seven... O'clock, he's starting to wake up at 7.30-ish. It used to be 6.40 in the morning. Um, so he's starting to sleep in a little longer. Um, he's becoming more trained and disciplined. Um, but, yeah, he's like, he's he takes up a lot of our, our time and energy. Mm. Because I was just telling you, like, even when we don't take him on long walks, because he's a husky, they need long walks. He starts being bad. He'll be like messing with everything in the house i think the biggest challenge has been like his sensitive stomach Mm. he's sick probably like once a week because he he has he has such a sensitive stomach like i might buy him a different treat and then he'll end up throwing it up like or like he'll eat it he eats everything he's a puppy so he um he might eat like a napkin and then throw it up and then we switch his food this is what our third time switching his food 
and his stomach has been a little upset lately. So yeah, that's probably eating. why. Like I heard, you're not supposed to switch yeah. their food, and it's probably the same it's thing so with the treats. Yeah, and switching it up so much. Is it that like why are you switching up? Because he doesn't like his last. All right, so the first time we had to switch it, um, his stomach was upset because he ate his bowl. Like he ate a, pl- a plastic piece out of his bowl, so his stomach was so upset. So we took him to the vet, and they gave him like a a wet food, so that transition off of the wet food back to his dry food messed his stomach up so and then we switched it again because we noticed he wasn't really eating his other food that we bought him he didn't really like it Uh so we bought him a new one so it's hard it's like we're trying to figure out because it's been what three months we're trying to figure out what his thing his thing is but yeah that's been the biggest challenge Mm -hmm. like yesterday we took him out and he just randomly threw up and we're like come on you're in front of all these people but um <laughs> what he threw out in front of people yes like we were at belvedere square and he literally just bleh, and we was like oh that's embarrassing oh my god but yeah other than that i love him though he's like he's such a good he's a good puppy he has a good little heart he's just hyper but um yeah other than that i feel like i have a child um nothing has changed about that feeling and yeah still learning and transitioning through that and like you um, <clears throat> I'm praying like he's able to be alone in the house for long periods mm-hmm. by himself. So we're trying to get him used to that and like used to being in his cage for long periods. But I don't know how we're going to do that because he's so needy. Mm. Oh my gosh. And so clingy. Like we can literally walk in another room and he will be crying. But um, that's that. Other than that in life, I would say the season I'm in is like, growth a lot of growth um I've been doing like I would call it like my form of therapy it's a lady her name is um Lacey Phillips and she has a podcast called to be magnetic and that's also her Instagram and so what she has is like a program that helps like She calls it like decoding and like it's a program that helps you just heal from things and like do a lot of shadow work and do a lot of internal work that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't expect. Like the first, um, she calls them DIs. So DI stands for deep imagination. So the first like class or portion of the class, it's like different segments within a whole course. Mm -hmm. And the first segment that I'm in is called like the inner child healing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been a journey because it she really asked like deep questions that you wouldn't expect to like think about you wouldn't wouldn't expect to lead to another situation or a problem or you know trauma that you're having in your life you wouldn't expect them to connect like for example the first portion of that inner child um segment like ask questions like um when were you were you a planned uh, child or did your parents have you like randomly, unexpectedly? Um, what else? How? What was the mindset of your parents? Was your father present after you were born or, you know, was he not present? Um, what else did she ask that struck me? How did your mother have you? Did she have you, you know, vaginally or, were you know, was it a C-section? Mm. Was your mother able to be the first person to hold you after you were born? So, like... Literally, the course started off like that. Like, how were you brought into this world? Mm-hmm. Like, 
you know, were you even, was it even intentional? You know, like just to get into that. And mm-hmm. when those questions were asked, I was like, oh, like, I don't know a lot of these answers. So yeah. That was interesting. But, I, you know, I assume like, you know, a lot of answers to the questions. And she even said that, like, if you don't know, you know, it's okay to say what you feel mm-hmm. was the truth. You know, if you don't have access to your parents or whatever the case may be. So that was interesting. Um, <clears throat> and then after that, like, she'll go over, like, a little mini lesson of, like, inner child and all that good stuff. And, you know, she'll just spit out a, a bunch of facts. And then she has the DI, which is basically like a meditation is what mm-hmm. I like to call it. I don't know if I talked to y'all about this, but it's like a, a meditation to where it's guided and it'll help you like for example with this one I don't want to spoil it in case you guys want to um try it but with the initial meditation she has you think about you know she takes you to a comfortable place I guess you could call it like a hypnosis at the same time too but like she'll have you um think about your childhood and like you know your earliest member memory of your childhood and how how you felt you know what type of space you were in and like it literally brings you to think about like your earliest memory whether that's positive or negative and then she'll also have you think about your parents and like listening to her podcast so much I've heard so many people talk about it and they've expressed like dang during the first meditation I couldn't even think of my parents like I had to think of like she calls them magnetic parents because it was so difficult I wasn't able to go there yet so that's just interesting Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, she'll just take you through a deep meditation of just like, you know, kind of rewiring, starting from your earliest memories, literally like healing the subconscious. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, she'll have you do journal work. Like, okay, so what did you learn from this? What came up for you? And literally my first one, like at at the end, I busted out crying, like crying, crying, crying. And Ellie was like, you know, are you okay? Like, are you good? But and she said that, like, make sure you have emotional support um, as you're doing this course because it's tough. Because it literally brings up things, like, even when I'm in the meditations now, it'll bring up things that, like, I push. You know how your brain will, like, erase memories? Mm-hmm. Literally things that I've, like, erased intentionally. Mm-hmm. And it'll bring those things back up. So it's kind of difficult to be like, oh, shoot, that's why I do that. Because that happened. This mm-hmm. is why... I act this way because of this. So, yeah, the first one, I literally cried my eyes out. But then it felt so good because Mm -hmm. it felt like a release. Mm -hmm. So, that's just a gist of, like, how that's been going. And the stage I'm in now is just, like, it feels like growth. Um, Relationship-wise, I'm learning to communicate more. I'm I'm trying my hardest to do better with that. Um, because it always, you know, it communication sounds easy, but it's not as easy as it sounds. Like, it's really difficult, especially when you have to be vulnerable with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's very, very hard. And especially when you just want to react in a way that's, like, comfortable to you rather than just talking. Mm-hmm. I'm learning communication is is definitely important, but I'm working on it because it's not easy. Um but yeah, other than that, um, studying, studying, studying. I'm trying to remain consistent with studying and consistent with weight, having the motivation mm-hmm. during this time to like really discipline myself and get up and open my books and study. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I just feel mm. like you said a new season. I have, um, we're starting our real estate buying journey yes. in two months, so we'll be saving, saving, and stacking. So that's getting real because mm. it's like I'm gonna miss my apartment. Mm. I'm gonna miss it so bad. Mm. Oh, top floor. Oh my gosh, I'm spoiled right now, but. That's gonna that's coming into fruition. Yeah. Um you'll be in your new house yeah, and before you good, know right? it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to humble myself mm-hmm. and like like it's only it's only a season and once the season is over, like I'll be in a whole nother season. So yeah, that's coming up. Um but yeah. That's good. So like if you had to name the chapter of this life I mean this of life right of this chapter of your life what would you name it i would name it unlearn and relearn mm. mm-hmm. oh god that's such a hard yeah. thing to do it's such a hard thing yeah. to do because it's like you can get to a certain phase or stage in your life and you're like boom like i learned everything i healed myself like i just got through all this mm-hmm. and then it's like oh shoot like i still got some more work to do like yeah. it's never done like now i'm at this stage it's like my mind is mentally maturing and like in what three or four months I turned 25 Ooh. Whew. and that's like a whole nother thing that I gotta accept cause I'm like dang 25 mm. but um yeah it's like a whole bunch of unlearning and relearning and being patient with myself and realizing like life is a journey and I literally like to think of my life as like a book and it's like a new chapter is coming and with the new chapter, there's always going to be, like, you know, problems that you face, difficulties that you face. Um, but I'm just trying. Every chapter is, some chapters are longer than others. Yeah, that's not, a good one. Every chapter is not as interesting yes, as the other. Yes, that's a, ooh, yeah. that's a good, and that's the thing. Like, it's hard for me to, like, look back at one chapter and be like, dang, like, you know, I was, I was you know, this mm-hmm. chapter was so good. And then it's hard for me to be in the in the midst of my next chapter mm-hmm. without like wanting to write the book myself yeah. or like take over and be like, all right, right. next chapter. Yeah. You know, it's so hard to be patient within that. You know how we're reading the book. Sometimes you might flip the pages. You want to get ahead real mm-hmm. quick. See what's the name like, of the next chapter? Yeah, is. what's the name <laughs> of the next chapter? Yeah. Like, what's going on? What's about to happen? Yeah. So, and then also think too, like. If you opened a book and started reading chapter 15, the book would never really make sense, you know? Like, you have to read every chapter, but it's mm-hmm. but so much you can skip before just everything kind of... You'll be forced to go to the back to the beginning anyway, you know? And that's facts. And yeah. that's literally, like, where I feel like I'm at. Yeah. In your a life. whole bunch of unlearning. Yeah. Relearning. And literally remembering and keeping in mind that life is a book. Yeah. And it's a journey and we're all blessed to be here like this is a privilege Mm -hmm. you know and just keep it in mind like we all have a purpose Mm -hmm. and it's difficult oh even with social media like it's difficult to compare your purpose to to not compare your purpose to somebody else's Mm -hmm. because it seems like this is what I'm supposed to be doing because they can do it and they did it but it's like that's not yeah. your your life. Right. Like, it's not your journey. Yeah, you have to be very... I'm learning that. Like, you have to be very mindful of that. And it sounds... I feel like we talk about this all, all the time. time but and it sounds so minute, but it's so real. Like, it's... um Like, 
like I feel like let's just say me and you want to do the same thing right mm-hmm. or me and you are in the same industry mm-hmm. and I see you doing something and it's like oh my god that's so amazing and then it like it becomes this standard and it's like but no like you guys are literally on totally Dude. completely different paths and it's like if you try to chase the standard that was never meant for you you'll be off of your own alignment like right now I'm reading this um like I'm doing this bible plan um, it's called like spiritual identity or like something like that. And it's like basically just like finding your identity through God and not in the world. Mm. And um, I'm just, I just finished the day two. It's only a three day plan. And um, like it, it was something so simple, but it was like, no, like this is actually really real. And it was, I think the, dang, I can't even look at it. I think the the Bible verse was talking about how like the, the enemy comes to like kill, like what is it? Like um, kill and destroy still kill and destroy right Mm. which is like a common verse that you hear often and it was like talking about how um like how a lot of times like and and it sounds so minute but you'll see the power in it and it was like just talking about how like you know we can find our identity in things like materialistic things like your clothes like your social status the amount of money that you have things like that and so it's when we talk about these things we're just like yeah like be mindful not to um you know follow social media or money's not everything or the the clothes that you wear don't matter like you like you say these things and it's like okay like you're right but then it's like bringing it back to biblically or like inviting god in that it's like you know so seeing as though that the enemy comes to kill um to still kill and destroy it's like that's a a demonic tactic you get what I mean? That's a stronghold that we don't even realize. Like, we'll just be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just looking cute for the gram. But it's like, you don't realize that the devil is, like, pushing you in that way to become less of who you actually are. Like, and so we don't we don't look at it like that. We just look like, oh, yeah, like, we just on social media. Like, no. And so you have to be really, really mindful. And one thing that I was watching the sermon and it was like, oh, this is real. It was like saying how, like. The enemy comes in, he's like, he comes in a ray of light. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it can be really hard not to, like, you think, oh, this is good. It glitters and glams. Like, like the same way how they say, like, everything that glitters isn't gold. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same way with the enemy. Like, don't for one second think that the the devil, the enemy, whatever it is, that however, the dark world, whatever it is that you want to refer to will always come like in this dark nasty way like he can come in a way that looks peachy cream like and angel. he was talking about yeah. how you have to in the sermon I was listening to um I think it was called what did god say what did god say by Stephanie Ike or like something like that she preaches at um Sarah Jake's church and the Potter not the Potter's house um one one LA I think it's called I think mm-hmm. it was called what did god say something either way if you google it you'll find it but like she was basically saying how like you have to be mindful to, um, like, be able to differentiate what God said and wisdom. And she was saying, saying, like, wisdom can be so good, but just because it's wise doesn't mean that it's always God. And, like, God can tell you one thing, but you can justify your own actions with the type of wisdom that you have. Mm, that's good. And you know what it reminds me of, too? I was listening to... What was I listening to? I forget. But um, this, I think I was watching something and this man told a story and it really stuck with me. Um, He said, um, it's like a folktale that was in like some type of book about how this man, this town was becoming flooded, right? Mm. And so 
Oh yeah, I was listening to a podcast. Okay, this town was becoming flooded, and um, this man lived in like a three story home, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and he lived in there with different. It was different apartments in the three story home, and so um, you know, as the town was beginning to flood, um, there was a neighbor that came by and said, you know, hey, like talking to the man, like, hey, this town is about to flood. Like, you should leave. Like, do you want to? come with us I really think you should come with me like as the neighbor mm-hmm. and he was like no like God's got me I'm good God's got me and then um as it became it started to get higher like one of his people in the apartment mm-hmm. um also came to him and they were like you know I think it was a fire truck actually a fire truck no no it was people in the apartment came to him and they were like yo like this apartment is about to flood. Like, the town is flooding. Like, you should really leave. And he was like, no, like, I'm good. And they came on a boat, I think. Um, he was like, no, I'm good. Like, God's got me. And then the final time, um, it was like a fire marshal, like the fire company. And they came and they were like, sir, like, you need to come on. Like, the town is literally, everything is flooding. Um, like, you, you have to get out of this home. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, I'm good. God said that he has me. Like, God got me so I'm good and he died mm. and then so when he you know when he died he was like God like why why'd you do that to me like you said you had me and God was like I sent you three signs mm. three signs and you didn't listen to one mm. and you see how like and that was just like a like wow like it woke me up to be like so it's like you said it's not gonna come in the form that we want like a lot of things that we want it might not come in the form that we want Mm -hmm. or how we visualize it but it's like the signs are there like the signs you gotta be attentive of the signs that god sends you because you never know like like you say even though like a devil could be despises what you know but you never know how god will despise like your angels and your guardian angels and so that story really stuck with me to be like Literally in his mind, he's thinking like God's got me, and God really does has have him, but he can't see it. Yes. So this is okay. So now I want to challenge everyone that's listening, yeah. us included. Yeah. Let's all do a journal entry about what sign, like what is it that God keeps telling us that we're ignoring. Mm, let's answer that now too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we answer it. Yeah, we can. Um. Let's. Ooh. Okay. So we can answer it. Let's also journal it, okay. and then we'll put it. We'll post it on our page too, mm-hmm. so y'all can comment, y'all answer, so we can all talk about it. Okay. But um, okay. okay, so this may be like TMI, and I really hate like I'm a very transparent person, and yeah. I love that because I feel like it's, it blesses other people. But mm-hmm. I just get nervous about like telling my business and like too soon, whatever. Okay, so there is um, a guy that God sent in my life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I I feel like this. And this is just, like, without me, like, sitting and really, really thinking on it. But, like, this is just, like, um, off the top, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, I think, so there's a guy that God keeps sending in my life. Not keeps. There's a guy that God sent in. I I believe Mm -hmm. that God sent into my life. Mm -hmm. Now, we could talk about this too much from later. And I could be like, that was a devil. Like, you know, I don't know. But for right now, I believe there's a guy that God sent in my life. And I believe that... He is not he like as in him doing it intentionally, but I believe that God brought him into my life to show me myself. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. because of like um, just certain things that it's like I can't really say right now, mm-hmm. but like I'm just like, like I have every reason in the book 
why I shouldn't talk to him or like why I shouldn't get to know him. But like I have gotten like signs that I'm like, no, like just ride the wave for now. Mm. And not necessarily meaning that this is like someone that I need to be with or like, you know, in its entirety or for long term. But just for now, I do believe that God is really trying to like show me like deeper things within myself that I need to like really face and deal with work on a hill. Um, And yeah, yeah, because every other day, like, like I just I'm looking for every little reason to be like, I don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? But it's like God already showed me what he's trying to do, you know, but I'm trying to run from it. But Mm -hmm. like, so, yeah, um, it's not the form. Maybe it's not the form. It's not the form. It's not the person. It's not the it's not how you not expected, but no, it's it's not how I expected at all. Like nothing about it is like, yes, like, you know, so but it's like it's also what i need right now you know um and so i'm definitely running from it because it's not necessarily what i thought i wanted and it's not necessarily how i thought it would happen or like nothing like that but um when i pray and usually when i pray about men it happens in a matter of a day or two nothing is changing so it's like i keep running but like and so now after saying this it's like my next prayer moving forward is going to be like God, like help me to like know how to stay, yeah, and help me to know how not That's to run. Hard. Yeah, because the easiest thing to do is run. run. Like, and I've realized that I have this like, like flight or Same. fright, like yeah. fight or flight thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I don't want to fight, fight, so I'm just gonna run. Like, but I need to like develop a fight yeah. in me. Like, yeah. I don't really have that fight and I feel like that's not just like in this aspect of my life like mm. it's even for like discipline with yeah. like when it comes to my diet like or um just anything like it's like I'd rather just be like all right fuck it yeah I'm all like yeah. out of window. but like I'd rather just be like all right whatever like just how do I move forward how do I get out of this how do I avoid this but it's mm-hmm. like no like what if I have to deal with this and like this is what I was saying like earlier with my life update like this is like I'm in a space where I literally am trying to like develop the courage to like go through things. And you know what it is? That reminds me of the podcast I was talking about earlier to be magnetic. And what she says is like a lot of us are in survival mode. Yeah. And that's what it sounds like. You're in survival mode. And what that requires is for you not to like get too infused yeah. in a lot of things or else, you know, it could take you to a certain space yeah. that you don't want to be in. Yeah. And so, and just being in the climate of being black in yeah. general, like a lot of us grew up in survival mode. Yeah. And so it's like a whole decoding that you have to do of your mindset and like a whole like 360 you have to do in your mindset and in your heart and in your being and your subconscious to like say, it's okay, I'm safe. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, it's okay if I face these situations. It's okay if I have these uncomfortable conversations. But I feel like as black people in general, it's so hard for us because we're brought up and raised to be in survival mode. Yeah, very true. And it's ingrained in our freaking DNA. In our DNA, literally. Yeah. yeah. So what about you? Oh. <laughs> um, oh, that reminds me to make sure y'all watch Lovecraft country that's a really good show on uh, hbo yeah that's what takes it, it to me so i, I got you i got you lovecraft um but okay what was the question oh so what what's signs the, what's a sign like what is something that like god keeps showing you signs about but you're ignoring 
I would say, ooh, I want to say relationship, but I, you know, I, you kind of said that, so I want to say something. No, like if that's what is it, that is, it is, yeah. Okay, I would say that. I would say that, but I know it's something else. Okay. Yeah. But like, I feel like no, like that's okay too. Like, so I feel like, like one thing that I've learned in my life is like, whenever I go through seasons, I'm never usually in that season alone. Like, there's usually mm-hmm. someone then- in my life that's going through something very similar, whether it be like. You know, we're both not working or we're both struggling with self-esteem. We're both trying to connect closer to God. We're both whatever it is like, you know, so it's like it's okay for if this is something that like me, you are. And it may be totally different because I'm single and you know what I mean? You're in a relationship. But like and you never know, like whatever that is, someone on the podcast may need to hear it. Okay, All right. So I would say I would say my second one definitely is relationship, but I would say career. Um. And it's hard for me to decipher, like, you know, is God, is this God or is this me? Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's God because mm-hmm. otherwise it wouldn't even be in my mind. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be something that I've, you know, worked towards for the past seven years. But um, I would say, and I mean that in a sense of like, everybody knows the climate of politics today. Like, how it like imagine going through life saying you want to do a certain thing and then it just turns into a big circus and it's like is this really still meant for mm-hmm. me so um it's kind of like a battle of like god send me the signs to know like is this the right field that i'm supposed to be in because i think i've discussed this before but i'm actually really really good at math like and everybody knows stem is coming up right now stem is like technology engineering all that stuff is really good and i know a lot of engineers right now i could not to be cocky or rude but i could definitely outsmart them when Mm -hmm. it comes to math in general or like technology physics all that um because i literally was in high school i graduated in as a junior technically and i literally took up to like ap calculus Mm. and then um physics honors physics ap like you know chemistry and all that stuff so I'm naturally good at that. So it's kind of a... And then in the climate we're in with that, it's like, dang, should I have like majored in something else? Should I have done something else? And I think also what plays a role in that is that my boyfriend's in IT. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I see what he's doing and I'm like, dang, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see that, ooh, they getting treated real good right now. Ooh, <laughs> bless y'all, because y'all got my knee. But um, so it's like that, but it's like, I know where my heart is. And, it, you know, it's in this field of policy. So it's kind of like me, like, God, show me the signs, show me the signs. And God is showing me signs. Because remember I told you I got a random uh, email that About one what? time from LSAT. LSAT, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't sign up to do this. But it, it's a sign, you yeah. know, like, and that's what I'm asking for. And then um, just still having in my heart to be like, okay, I still want to invest in this. And still having in my heart that, like, um, I still want to go to school for this, you know. And and I see the signs, but they're not in the form that I want them. And and it's also hard because it's like, this is, I got to remember at my age, Obama was working for like a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, he was working for like, I forget, he was like volunteering or something very like, mm-hmm. where something that if I was doing Tangible it right now, right I would now. be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this yeah. at all. So it's like. I'm also in a field to where typically to where I want to go 
you have to be of of older age. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm kind of rushing that um, because of society's pressures and all that, you know, crazy stuff. But I would definitely say that's what it is because that's the biggest thing. In Wait, my so life are you right getting now. which way are you? Is God showing you? Oh, God is showing me in the way that policy, like politics mm-hmm. and law. God is showing me that, and God has sent me several signs, but. I've kind of been like questioning them. Yeah. Like the man in the story, like, oh no, God's got me. Like, you know, kind of being like, not oblivious, but like, okay, you know, if this is not the form it's supposed to come in. Like, yeah. you know, I'm supposed to do it this way. I'm supposed to have it that way. Yeah. So maybe it's not meant for me, you know, mm-hmm. questioning it because it doesn't look how I want it to look. Or yeah. It doesn't. Um, the journey isn't how I wanted the journey to be. And then it just makes me think back to times where I'm, I was in a room full of attorneys mm-hmm. and they were all like, your journey is not going to be a straight line. Yeah. Literally all of them said, yeah. it's going to be a squiggly line going left, right, left, right, going back, coming back forward. Yeah. They all said that. And so that resonates with me. But yeah, I would say that's the biggest thing. It's like accepting the signs of like, I'm at the right place at the right time mm-hmm. doing the Great. right thing yeah but um you know accepting that it's not gonna look how i want it to look and yeah. it's not gonna be exactly how i want it to be yeah. yeah and i feel that and like that's exactly what i mean by like you never know the like you never know what like god is never gonna put you in a season by yourself yeah. i don't believe yeah. i mean unless like I'm not going to say he will never because I feel like he may. Like, sometimes you sometimes literally need to be in a season. Yeah. So, I actually yeah. take that back. But, like, sometimes God will allow people around you to go through the similar thing because I'm actually going through a very similar thing. Yeah. Yes. Like, literally, I've been, like, trying to, like, literally, I wrote in my prayer journal yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I said, God, like, please, like, give me a fresh vision of, like, mm-hmm. my purpose and the direction that you're taking me. Because I am, like confused and like this is like the first time in my life that I feel like I don't know what I want to do like as for as like when I first figured out like okay Mm -hmm. this is what Mm -hmm. I want to do and like Mm -hmm. I feel like um like I feel like for one um like I remember being at work with the very first job I had after undergrad and I like fucking hated it like I was just Mm -hmm. like this is not gonna work then I, I went four months without working and then I realized, like, wait, like, I love the kids. Like, I yeah. really, really did love the kids. So, like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Then I started working this another job. And I was like, okay, like, it's cool. I don't, like, hate it as much. But then I did go through periods or, like, a week or two where I was like, no, I fucking hate this. Like, I'm ready to quit. Like, I might have to, like, get another job. But now I'm like, I love it. And so during those, like, two-week periods or those, those, like, small times with the job that I have now. And I've been at the job for about, like, six months now. And I'm like... During those periods where I've had those, like, small, like, I don't want to do this, it was always, like, my heart is to be an entrepreneur. Like, I truly, you know, love working. Like, I want to do my own thing, how I want to do it, when I want to do it. Now, that could be a good thing, and it may not always be the best thing either. You get what I'm saying? And so... But I do remember like praying and like I remember like praying. That's why I have a prayer journal now. Oh, I'm sorry, Sid. but I have a prayer journal now and I love it. Like, because like I, I'm not, I haven't like sat back and like went back like every page, like, okay, answer prayer, answer prayer. But I'm definitely seeing my prayers answer and like I feel like I pray so much 
that like sometimes I lose track of the things I pray mm-hmm. but like I do remember praying and be like okay God like show me if where I'm at like if I'm supposed to be at and like ever since I've prayed that I've like started loving my job and so with me starting to love my job like it's reignited like my passion to work with juvenile delinquents mm-hmm. and it's reignited like now like and like I said like once I was feeling like I need to be an entrepreneur my dream to go to law school was like out of it like I wasn't like I was like yeah I'm not gonna really do that like maybe I'll just get this master's and then like I'll have that and then I'll work in the field in my own way but like as far as law school like I don't want to do that but again now that I'm starting to like love my job and like genuinely enjoy it and work with certain kids that it's like whoa like because you know I I love it it's like it's making me re-question like wait well so do I want to go so I I literally wrote about that yesterday because like Mm -hmm. I don't know like you know I have a burning passion to like speak and inspire women and to like talk all things healing evolving like that's me you know what I'm saying but then it's like I do love juvenile delinquents as well but then I I really believe that I'm an entrepreneur at heart but then it's like Mm. how do I make this all work like I know all of these passions and these like you know these things that I enjoy are going to come together one way and so another thing that's coming to mind right now is like just being encouraged to like like you don't gotta know now you know what I'm saying like I feel like we have these like I've been having this conversation a lot it's like we think like once you turn 25 it's like all right I gotta tighten up or like once you turn 30 you're old like why do we put these time caps on ourselves like what if like as a 30 year old you're just like a you're just a a seasoned young adult you get what i'm saying like and what if at 23 like you're really still young like you're not as grown as you think you are and like what if 50 isn't oh it's just literally midlife or what if it's not midlife you get what i'm saying but it's like because we put these time caps on ourselves it's like it makes it just like you can't it it makes it like you freak out because like and that's the place that i feel like i'm in because i'm like i it's so many different things like i want to start these projects i want to start these organizations i want to do this i want to do that and it's like i feel like i have to do something now and it's like but what if you don't though like what if you still have an additional 75 years and you haven't even lived half of that to do the things that the desires of your heart but it's like because you're putting yourself in a box you feel like you have to have the answer now you feel like you and and that's what I feel like that zigzag back forth path is like. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have to be okay to zigzag back mm-hmm. forth, up, down, mm-hmm. around, around. Like mm-hmm. we, I feel like sometimes are okay with like maybe taking a little U-turn here and there, maybe and going around right. a block. But it's like as long as you, oh, I feel this. Maybe this is from no, God. Yes, but that's... like as long as you continue to only want to do u-turns and only go around the block mm-hmm. your path will stay that small mm-hmm. like until you open your mind up and you open your soul and your spirit up mm-hmm. to the zigzags surrender. and back and forth surrender. like you gotta surrender to that process mm-hmm. and it's like that process is bigger because mm-hmm. that road is bigger that mm-hmm. road is longer mm-hmm. the all of it is much bigger than mm-hmm. the desires of our heart but it's like we're not opening so where anytime the the path opens for it we close it because mm-hmm. we don't want to do that but maybe that's why we're stagnant maybe that's why we have so much anxiety about our pet like our future and you get what i mean and i feel this but, i want to no, say prophetically, so, yeah like we have to op- we have to be open mm. but let's get into this ad real quick and we'll yes. be back yes <laughs> That was a word. Yes. That was a word. Yeah. I think I needed that too. Yeah. I'm definitely needed Yeah. That. So it's like maybe that was God telling us and then, but okay. So I think that we need to add that to, all right. So we're going to challenge y'all to do a uh-huh. two-part journal entry. Okay. okay. 
So, and we'll have both both journal entries on our page this week. Okay. So, the first journal entry is, what are the signs that God continues to send in your life but you're ignoring? Mm-hmm. And then the second entry is going to be, um, like, just you talking to yourself about, like, why you're not open to the journey of life. Yeah. Like, what about the unknown mission makes it uncomfortable mm-hmm. and makes you, like... You know, so, like, right now, the first thing that came to mind is, like, my fear of failing. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So, it's like, are you scared to fail? And is that why you're not, you know? So, just whatever comes up for you. So, you don't have to do them in two, two. Maybe that's just two journal entries for the week or, like, whenever you listen, whatever. But two journal entries for the week. Um, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. And I'm excited to, like, circle back. Um, but I think before we like wrap up the episode, because this mm-hmm. was really good, I mm-hmm. enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. I feel like our episodes right after a series is like always like the, the good ones. Yes, because we just release. like we're so we have our guests and yeah. like you know. But when so, we get to do it, it feels like it feels know. like yes. So I'm excited for this season mm-hmm. of um, I think what are we on season seven. Dang, I think season six, six. Six? Six or seven? I don't know, child. We yeah, somewhere. We up, there. <laughs> we up there with these weekly. Yes, podcasts, we're right? um. We're actually coming up on a year where Back to Her was founded. January. Yes, well, we founded Back to Her, I think, October 10th. Oh, yeah, when yeah. we initially. When we initially founded yes. it, and then we launched yes. it in January. Yes. So, oh it's amazing. Gosh. Yeah, so. Wait, we got a plan. Yes, we need a turn up. We need a turn up. <laughs> yes. Up. Okay, October. Okay, okay. Yes, okay. so let's let's definitely circle back. Oh, um, my God. I think or maybe we should do a, a episode just about like the journey and yeah. like what we've learned, like maybe how we can do a how to podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but before we wrap up, 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 let's mm-hmm. just do a quick recap on like our series. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking we can like go by like per so. each episode and like what mm-hmm. we learned or like what we felt. Okay. So starting at episode one, which was the insecure as fuck part two with Drew Ooh. and Dan. Oh Yes, that was a good one. My mom be like, y'all was very honest. <laughs> but, um, hey, mom. But, hey, girl. But um, my recap from that. Okay, so it started off, like, with us just reflecting, talking about life. I really, really appreciated that. Um, that was really good. And, you know, I learned some stuff that I needed to know. Like, mm-hmm. even with Drew, what really resonated with me is the fact that he was talking about sending his kids off to like learn in another country and I resonated with it Mm because it's like I want my kids to have those same experiences Mm -hmm. to where they're not like before I came to Baltimore I grew up in Cecil County before I came to Baltimore I did not know life was what it was Mm -hmm. because the only thing my family really did is I was born in Connecticut so you know going home back into Connecticut and then um, our vacations was like Atlantic City mm-hmm. and back, you know, Ocean City and back. So it wasn't, you know, it was like, oh, beach, you know, but I didn't really, I would say my mindset expanded once I got here because I saw the city. Like mm-hmm. when I tell y'all, I was scared, like growing up around predominantly white people to like literally being around majority black people was like a culture shock Mm -hmm. but it like oh my gosh i love it i wouldn't trade it for the world like it it really brought me closer to myself Mm -hmm. um so just saying all that to say like i want my kids to see that and then going beyond that going to africa was like yo 
life is really bigger than what I, you know, I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then coming back and going to certain parts in Baltimore and I'm just like, you know, being humbled in a lot of situations. It's like it expanded my mind in so much and it all contributed to who I am as a person today and like my growth of self self. So it's like that's what I want my kids to experience as well. So it's kind of like, um, yeah, and it also brought me to the stage of like, dang, when would I be ready for kids? Mm. Like literally having King, um, my husky, mm. has he requires so much energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, am I going to be able to do all this mm-hmm. in like five, six, seven years? Probably not. I can barely do it right now with King. So it's like, I want to, and then my boyfriend is older than me. So it's like, you know, and also, you know, all his friends are getting married. Like we literally. He's drastically older than you? No, he's oh. only like two years older. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, being in that stage of like seeing all his friends get married right now, we literally went to a ceremony like last week. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of his friends is getting married next week. So it's like, you know, that episode really, the beginning of that episode really made me think like, oh shoot, like. These are questions that we have to ask ourselves right now. These are things that we have to think about right now because it's coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm not in my early 20s. I'm not in my teens anymore. So it's like more marriages will come, more proposal, more kid talks, more kids coming into the world. Like I'm just, yeah. So I enjoy that because it allowed me to think in a different way and, you know, thinking about what I would want for my kids. And I definitely want them to either, I would probably just want them to be like on summer vacations in different countries mm-hmm. or like us traveling yeah. for a month at a time um in the summer in different countries so that they can learn that way yeah um i'm gonna let's mm-hmm. go like episode by episode so okay. like i would say that too like um the biggest thing that i took away from that that episode was like the importance of like cultural awakenings mm-hmm. and how like like just the, the the times that i have traveled like from traveling to nigeria or traveling to loom and like seeing what it did for me like i didn't start having those experiences and i don't well you know i actually when i was like 10 i used to do this um this summer camp called the fresh air fund and i was like i was like chosen to and it, it's so funny because now that i think about it like as a child i used to be selected for like things as far as like leadership and stuff mm. and they they paid for me to go to the cayman islands for free Ooh. and they paid for like my passport and everything yeah so like Ooh. just seeing like the importance of those things like i would want my kids to have those things from young but i never thought about that like i never thought about like you know um and that's what i again it's just circling back to that that limiting mindset like mm-hmm. limiting why do why like we don't like life doesn't have to be in that matrix of like what we think it could be so it's like you know what if me and my husband decide to move to another country for five years like okay like now so i'm more open to those things and even if we didn't like i know like when i was in tulum like i was praying and i was like you know god like we stayed in a beautiful airbnb and i was like god like please you know i want to be able to have like properties like this Mm -hmm. like around the country and Mm -hmm. you know things like that and then when we're not there like run them out to the people in the community Mm -hmm. so um definitely like now that that like that episode awakening and then when i'm on my trip it was like yeah like i need this for me like i actually now i want to like get to a point where I have like Airbnbs in different countries and like you know so that episode definitely awakened me for that and then like even right now like it's like reminding me of like when God spoke to me about just like well why would I not give you the desires of your heart like let's just think bigger you know Mm -hmm. like if we think bigger then bigger will follow Mm -hmm. all right so that was that part two of Kyrie's episode
Ooh, I love that episode. Y'all check that episode out. Show that episode some love. Um, that was good. That I'm okay. So my most memorable thing would have to be it. It reminds me of this show that I watched. It's called Lovecraft Country, and it's like, yo, like it's kind of a show that reflects back on. I think the movie stars in like the nineteen fifties maybe a little earlier than that early 1900s mm-hmm. um and it was about like um journey smollett smollett is that how you say it i don't know smollett jesse smollett smollett's sister she's a really good actress but she's in it she's one of the star characters and like it's two other um black men but it basically talks about like it's like a twist to you know their times of like coming up in a time where racism was still prevalent um, but it, they do it in a very interesting way, like a, like a, you know, comic book type of way. It's really good. I don't know how to describe it, but just, it reminds me of like watching that show series and seeing like what our ancestors really had to go through mm-hmm. as far as like, it was one episode that really stuck with me where, um, where okay yeah it was one episode that stuck with me where they were like just driving down the road you know Mm -hmm. trying to go to a different city and then a cop pulled them over and um or the cop didn't pull them over they stopped and then a cop pulled up and then um the cop was like yeah what y'all doing around here you know and it was so it was several signs that said like sorry for my language but no no niggers after the sun goes down basically Mm -hmm. um and that was a real thing and um, the cop was like, yeah, y'all know it's like five minutes till sunset. Like, what do you, why are y'all up here? What y'all going to do? What are you about to do? And they were like, oh, shoot. Like, we can turn around and get out of town before the sunset. Mm-hmm. And literally, I think the sun was, I think they were like four miles out. So the cop was like, okay, well, I might let y'all go if you say I'm a smart nigger. Um, and it was something that was like very demeaning for a black man to say. And he made him say it in front of his woman, like, basically, I'm a smart nigger and I deserve to, you know, like, just seeing, like, what that could do to a black man and, like, how that has stemmed down and we don't even notice it. But, mm-hmm. um, and how black men are still going through that and women today. Mm-hmm. But that was just bad because it was like, dang, like, they really had to go through that. And the cop chased them down, like, down the road and followed them, started crashing into their car literally just tormenting them until and they just made it by like three seconds out of the town and it was just like bro like if they didn't he would have killed them like legit would have killed them and it was just like just knowing like that's the type of stuff we had to go through definitely definitely was horrible but that episode just made me realize like it's easy for us to try no it's not actually easy but it's like we want to forget and we want to heal through it and kind of like get out of our past Mm -hmm. but it's hard and I realized that because it's like yo this stuff is still ingrained in us it's still like within our DNA like these fear tactics survival mode you know what our parents passed down to us is what their parents passed down to them which is what their parents passed down to them so it's like it's hard for us to get out of the mindset of like you know what your parents did, you know what your parents' parents did, and you know that your parents probably still thinking that way. It's hard for me to trust you as a Caucasian individual because 
you used to y'all did some crazy things like I was watching another show where this black woman I mean of course it's it was a fictional show but um you know this stuff really happened where she said like she was kidnapped by three white boys mm-hmm. and um they beat her up they didn't even they not saying that you know this is good but they didn't rape her they literally just kidnapped her to beat her up every day and lock her in a closet like and then come back and beat her up again so it's like those type of things are hard to get out of your mind mm-hmm. and it's hard to like forgive a group of people for so that episode really just brought me back to like we can try to forget, but it's like it's still so much work that we have to do as a people, and we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Granted, um, I think the California governor just discussed reparations for Black people, mm. um, but it's like we're getting there. But it's like it's it's so much more that we have to learn. It's mm-hmm. so much further mm-hmm. as a people that we have to go through, and it's so much that we're going through right now in the climate that we're in. That's just like. It's a lot. And that episode just really, you know, it, it really, like, resonated with me to know, like, as black, it's hard to be black right mm-hmm. now. You know, of course, not as difficult as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Not even, I don't even want to compare them, but it's difficult, mm-hmm. especially on our mental health. So it's like, what it's very important for us to learn our history and know our history. Like, we owe that, you know? Mm-hmm. We owe the fact of, or we owe the act of, getting deeper within ourselves and I always say like learning more about my history or our history as black people has brought me closer to myself than anything else yeah so um like we said earlier unlearn and relearn yeah I think that episode was definitely like a motivator for me to like do more um black history like learn more and not Mm -hmm. even just black history but like African history Mm -hmm. and just like learn more about history you know what i mean um because i definitely feel like it awakens something within you yeah. you know when you find out that information and whether it be like helping to understand yourself helping to understand how you should move forward mm-hmm. um so i definitely need to i've been slacking on reading this year but i definitely need to um make sure that i read some type of like historical book yeah. um before the end of the year or like just try to you know, just tighten up on that. So that's just a reminder. Actually having this conversation, I need to do that. Um, but one main thing that I would say that, that that episode like really taught me, and I actually want us to do an episode about this, is just mm-hmm. like, you know, who's protecting black men? Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like it's just a lot of talk of like, you know, protect black women and, you know, as they should, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, they're protecting us, they're protecting us. And it's like, who's protecting black men? And like, even after the episode, like, I wasn't expecting this, but like, you know, Kyrie is an amazing person and he had walked me back to my car and I was like, oh my God, like, thank you. But I'm thinking, let's just both go to our car so we get to our car safe. But then like, so as he's walking back to his car and I'm like, it came to me, it was just like, so who's protecting black men? Like, so he made sure that I went to the car and I got into the car safe. But if he was to get attacked right now, who would protect him? You know? And so... Yeah, like let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like who is protecting black men? So that was a that was a big thing and like even for like him to like unpack of just like how like he went to the church and like mm-hmm. he was failed by the church mm-hmm. and he was just like going through all mm-hmm. of that. Like again, it was just like so who can he turn to? Like yeah. who do they turn to? Mm-hmm. You know, like so yeah, that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah. But like that's that. Um the next so episode sweet. was um, Hanif's episode when oh, yeah, we talked about that? like life transitions. Oh, and I was actually just listening back to it the other day and I was like really having to um, 
to like I gotta finish listening to it, but it was a really good episode, and it was like like one thing that he talked about that that really that resonated with me and that's resonating in this conversation is like talking about how like dealing with yourself like that process take years like and he made he said something like he was like my healing didn't come like a rap song i didn't stay down for three months and come up and now i'm up now like that took years like and so yeah i need to go back and listen to it because i was in the conversation so it's like i need to like finish hearing it but that was like what really you know and then like we talked a lot about like again like that like courage and like uncomfortableness of like facing the darkest parts of yourself and just like we talked about like safe spaces and like what happens when the safe space doesn't really become so safe because you feel unsafe within like Mm -hmm. so it was like a like just it just that was like my start of like okay like I need to find the courage to um to face what's uncomfortable and to deal with what's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so that was that and then the last episode was with Buddy which we talked about evolving. Yes. I love that episode. He was what stuck out to me the most was knowing that you're in your purpose or knowing that you're doing what you love when it doesn't feel like work or mm-hmm. when you could do it for free, as he said, or like it feels like you therapy. Know, it feels like therapy. And that really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. It's like I really want to do something that feels like therapy. Yeah. Like, y'all, I got a massage the other day. Oh my gosh, bless that lady. Ooh, mm-hmm. if I could shout her out, I would. But I'm like, she is really gifted. And I bet this is like really peaceful for her because I can tell, you know, when you go to a massage therapist that she's doing it because they're like, I got to get you out the way. I got more people. And then you know the difference of somebody that's like, I'm going to give you an experience. You mm-hmm. deserve this. And I love what I do. So I naturally want to treat you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that felt really good to like experience someone who loved what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think it's really important to do what you love because when it feels like therapy to you, you allow it to feel like therapy for other people. Mm. And so it, it builds an even better experience and that's how you build clientele and that's how you build, you know, a really a good support system. So that's what resonated with me the most. Um, and also what else did we discuss in that episode? Just we were life t- in general. Yeah, like, like one thing that I like really love like towards the end of the episode how like mm-hmm. we were just talking about like okay. like how healing is like and obviously we're going to talk about it a lot on this podcast because this podcast is about healing. Yeah. But like just like how like you really cannot underestimate that like and that that journey is like it can be dark and it can be hurtful but it's like you have to go through it and like we had made a um like we had to um i'm having a big fart sorry so like yesterday we had a post on our um instagram page and it said like what's the greatest advice that you ever received and someone has said something i can't remember like verbatim what she said but she was saying like Either way, like, you're either going to get through it or you're not. But the only way to get through it is to go through it or, like, something like that. And so it's just, like, like you have to go through it. And it's, like, just knowing that there is a level of happiness in this world that, like, you can be at peace. That you can wake up every day and love what you do. That the work that you can do can feel therapy. It's, like... That is there and it's waiting for you, but mm-hmm. you have to go through it, you know? And grow um, through it. Yeah, so, like, that was something that really, really stuck out for me in that episode. And then also just talking about, like, just, like, how, like, just the importance of, like, 
it's just a motivator. Like, remember how we were talking about, like, people who are insecure within themselves don't share what they know out. Yeah. And so, like, it was a motivator of, like, the importance of just being whole, like, mm-hmm. within. Because mm-hmm. not only do you become, like, a blessing to those around you in your community, your friends, like, people you don't know. But it's, like, that's when you, like, reach that ultimate peak of yourself. Like, mm. but, yeah, that's all we're going to give y'all. So, make sure mm-hmm. y'all check yeah. out the... Um, this series, it was a four-part series, and yes. I think that you all will really, 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 really enjoy that. Yes. Um, but if there's nothing else to say, I gotta get back to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you can follow me at according to Brit with three T's, and then you can follow our Instagram page at official back to her. We also sell juices and smoothies and immunity shots, which is a great time to it have is. those things Seriously. right now with the weather changing. Yeah. You want to strengthen your immune system. Flu season is ahead of us. Um, and, and let us know if you guys just want strictly CMOS. Yeah. And we can do that for you as yeah. well. Yeah. So we have all that good stuff to build you up. Make sure you hit us up. And that page is um, Official Her Blends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then you can follow me at Joy Jolene, J-O-Y-J-O-E-L-E-N-E. And also, if you would like to donate to us um, to help us build our platform and expand to having, you know, better tools to be of service to you all, you can cash at us at the money sign um, back to the number two her um, on cash app. And also, thank you to the individual that recently sent us money. Yeah, it's just um, because I think they yeah, said. Yeah, just because, like, we really appreciate y'all. Yes. So, yes. Um, yeah. I think that's it. That's it. Love y'all. Until next time. See ya.